0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of Girls' Night. I'm your host, Alexis Waters. Let's get started. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am finally recording a solo episode in my home office slash studio. And I've been building this office for about almost a year now, Tyler and I moved into this town home around March of last year. And I just had such a great idea to create a just little kind of sanctuary for myself. Like it's, I would just give you a visual. It's fucking, it looks like someone just threw up pink everywhere, but it makes me happy. I feel good. It's fun. It's funky. There's no bad vibes in my office. That's what I'm really trying to do. And Tyler has his own home office in our house as well. And like his energy, the energy in his office is just like so dark and depressing and it smells like gym socks, ball sack straps. So I'm just happy that I have this little sanctuary. I basically, uh, wanted this little area of my studio to be kind of like a confessional room where I just come in here and just vent and just get things off my chest and just, Do funny skits and stuff, but I haven't been able to do anything in here because I had no Wi Fi. And when I tell you, Spectrum came to my house to set up the Wi Fi in this office, maybe they probably sent six guys until the last guy finally knew what the fuck he was doing. But I was about to give up, but you know, and like I had wallpaper installed in here and it was falling off every fucking other day. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? But you know, here we are and I'm recording. I sound great. I look like shit, but here we go. (laughs) I just wish I didn't have such bad anxiety. Like you would think I did all of this for this moment right here. And you would think, you would think I would be so ecstatic. I would be ready to rumble, but no, I'm not well right now. I feel so fucking awkward. I'm sweating balls. I have a camel toe that's riding up my vagina and here we go, you know? I just want to give the audio only listeners just a mental image of what I look like right now. Like I have three beaming lights at me, an iPhone, a Cam- and camera, and I'm just by myself and it's just awkward. And I love being alone, but just watching myself like in the camera, I look really, I don't know if I look good. I think I might take a tequila shot because that's where my mind is at right now huh. And either way, I told my boyfriend that he had to leave the house so that I can do a solo podcast. So I better get it together because he might come back any second. That's the only thing. And that's another thing. Like having a roommate is just like, Oh, like you want to talk shit about them. You want to have your alone time, but then like they live here too. And then it's like, Oh, you again. Great but you know, somebody has got to pay the rent. Okay. Moving on. Today's episode is going to be all about me. So get ready. No, I'm kidding. But I just have had the craziest month of October and you're not even going to believe like half this shit. Like I can't make this shit up. My life is exactly like the TV show, curb your enthusiasm. I always get myself in the most awkward, uncomfortable positions or encounters And I just, I don't know if I have like a welcoming face where people feel comfortable telling me things right when I meet them, or just like weird situations that you only see on TV shows or movies. Like I can't make this shit up. And then also I put myself in dangerous situations as well because I'm a psychopath and I need to grow up. But (laughs) I've also made a lot of changes in my life that are beneficial. The changes that I've been making in my life Aren't necessarily things that I want to change, but it's just like, shit, I need to change this because I want to live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like partying is not the same as it used to be. This past month of October, when I tell you, I partied not even that much, just like really hard for Astrid's bachelorette and then for her wedding. And I think I did something in between. But either way, at the end of the month, I felt so sad. I was like, I cannot go on like this. What has happened to me? It's a sad, sad time because I was just like, shit. I used to go down the shore, do Belmar DJs Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe th- I think Thursdays too. Like I was a lunatic. Now, I was probably hungover after Astrid's bachelorette for a solid two weeks. Like, what? And I do all the things you can do to not get a hangover, but it's not even like I get sick anymore. It's just my brain is like slow and foggy. So yeah, I made some changes in that area and I'm going to update you guys on my life. So this week, I'm going to start out with a situation that happened the start of our week and really set the tone. Okay. Yesterday morning, someone had the nerve, the audacity to break into Tyler and I, our cars, the smart gal that I am. I never leave anything in my car, but the little, little peanut brain of my boyfriend forgot to take his clubs out. And therefore someone stole his motherfucking golf clubs. And when I tell you this kid lives, breathes. Eats golf. I think he was supposed to go pro like this. He would rather me get taken than his golf clubs. Like it's a serious situation. Okay, guys. And it's just so scary because this has been happening so much in the area that we're in that like the cops are just like, I don't even know what to do about it at this point. And I hate thieves. Like, I just don't understand. People, someone sold the went through our cars at like 5 a.m. Like, what are you doing? And when I tell you, Tyler was so Depressing the past 24 hours. Like, I was <laughs> doing everything in my power to make sure that this kid got his golf clubs back. But I mean, I'm not, it's not looking too good. But I called every single pawn shop in the city of Dallas, Texas to see if, like, I don't know. But like, Tyler, when he has a problem, he wants everybody else to figure it out for him. Like, he just gives up and he's like, pissed and mad. I'm like determined to get the, to the bottom of it. Like I will go to every single house on this block, which I did. And I asked every single neighbor of mine, if they caught anything on camera and I got everybody's phone numbers. So I created a neighborhood watch because I'm an amazing, amazing, iconic girlfriend. It's just not fair that he doesn't even care that I did all this. (sighs) but I just wanted to make the kid happy. And I know he would do the same for me, I think, but it's just like his golf clubs are stolen, but I have to deal with it. And I'm just like, and he's like, I'm busy. It's like, okay, I don't have anything. I don't have like a business or like a podcast to run, but yeah, let's, let's do it. So I, I literally called maybe 800 pawn shops. I started a neighborhood watch and I drove around the city of Dallas, like a psychopath. And, try to find any person with like a big ass golf bag that says Tyler Fernandez on it. So after I did all this, I came home and I tried to lift up his spirits and I made like a little joke. And he just looked at me very seriously and stern. And he's, he's never yelled at me one time in our entire relationship. But this kid looked at me dead in the eye and was like, Alexis, it's not funny. And I was like, (gasps) oh, Okay, well either way, if anybody finds a golf bag in this city of Dallas, can you please just give it back to us? Like what are you, like come on, like this kid is miserable. Help me out. Like I don't think I'm going to get laid for the next like year. Or so, thanks motherfucking thieves, assholes. But I told him I was like, "Baby, listen. Maybe th- there's a lesson here. Like maybe somebody needed it more than you." Like I try to see the positive, but at the same time, I've told this kid to take his golf clubs and put them in the in the garage 85 times, but He only freaks out when things happen to him. So either way, I'm not getting laid for a year. Oh my God. In other news, fuck, I think he just got home and I swear he is so loud. Tyler, if you would think since he's like a string bean, he wouldn't make this much noise, but he's making so much noise and it's distracting me. He weighs like 120 pounds and I feel like fucking Bigfoot is in this house. Okay, well- my, I'm just going to ignore him. My wild month of October. Are you guys ready? Sorry. My anxiety just finally went away and I apologize if I was rambling, but that's what happens when I get anxiety. I talk even more and I don't even know how that's even possible. So I don't know. It works for me, but it's probably annoying to everybody else, but I wish I was sorry. I'm not. So this month really did consist of a lot of drinking a lot of tequila, a lot of drug intake, not like the bad, bad drugs, the drugs from the earth. And yeah, just a lot of like socializing too, which is so exhausting. I don't care what anybody says. Socializing, especially for extroverts or just like people that use a lot of energy is so draining and don't get me wrong. I love to socialize, but I need days where I don't use any brain activity just to recharge my batteries. And I didn't have one of those this month. Mind you, Astrid's wedding and bachelorette party was so much fun. But when I tell you at the end of the month, I, I remember, this is what really did it for me. I was jumping up and down at her wedding, dancing to shots by LMFAO. I was jumping for probably 10 or 20 seconds. And I felt like I ran a motherfucking marathon. I could not fucking breathe. And let me tell you the big news. A lot of it had to do with the one and only vape that had me wrapped around its little motherfucking finger. I said sayonara to the vape, everybody. That's the first big news. I want to give myself a round of applause, even though I'm a loser. But yeah, I was vaping like 24-7 in... In October, just from socializing and partying, and I like it when I'm on drugs. So, you know what I'm saying? I was like, shit, I cannot breathe. I was taking it into the bathroom. I was taking it everywhere. Like, I was putting it in my sports bra, and then I would think I would lose it, and I would freak out. I would be like, Tyler, get up. I don't know where it is. I would have like a panic attack if I lost it for five seconds, and it would be in my sports bra. Like, I would keep it in my boobs so I wouldn't lose it. And I, used to smoke cigarettes. Like when I was 23, 24, 25, and I quit that shit, cold Turkey. And I never thought about it again. I miss my vape every second of the day, but you know, I'm two weeks down, no vape. And when I tell you the first two days, I was an actual psychopath, but I already feel so much better, but I really was obsessed with it. I When I started like not jumping up and down at the wedding and I couldn't breathe, I was like, okay, Alexis, you're an athlete. You cannot be feeling like this. Like it never really affected me. I mean, I would do it here and there the past year, but then October, it was just way too much intake. And I had to say goodbye and there's never a right time to say goodbye. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I really was obsessed with it. But after this month, just from drinking, partying, everything, I was using it way more often. Like my endurance, my endurance, my endurance. Why do I feel like I'm saying that wrong? But either way, I couldn't breathe. And I'm an athlete, so I was freaking out. I had to think. I think I was like when I tell you, I think I was jumping for 20 seconds. I felt like I ran the New York city marathon. I felt like I just played a professional NFL game. Like I was like, what is happening? This is not okay. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. And I had to have a mental talk with myself and be like, okay, Alexis, something needs to change because I cannot live like this. I felt like I swallowed a black cloud. And also we don't even know what's in those things. And I'm not here to tell anybody what to do, but I'm just letting you know that I stopped because I had the worst fucking chest pains. And I felt like I swallowed a balloon of tar, black tar. So, and I loved my vape, like, but I'm trying to look at all the positive things. I'm gonna feel better. My endurance is gonna be better. I'm gonna save so much money because I was ripping through that things. Like there was no tomorrow. And then when I would go on, trips and stuff. I would bring a bunch because everybody would like them when we partied. So I was just like spending so much, like, what was I doing? But I wonder what my vape is up to. I really do miss him. Like, I feel like this is a breakup, but he's in my past for a reason. Oh, okay. And the thing about me is like, when I like something, I like full blown abuse it. So yeah, I'm going to say sayonara to the vape, And like also in, everybody's getting married. I can't keep up. But one of my best friends, I'm in her wedding. My actual best friend is getting married and she comes from like an Albanian family. So I don't want to be vaping at her wedding in like all her pictures. I don't know. It's just a personal thing. I just needed to stop. I really overdid it the month of October and I needed to quit cold turkey. And I'm really fucking proud of myself. I've been just on this like journey of trying to better myself as much as possible. But at the same time, like I'm not gonna like cut out everything. Like, I can't cut out tequila. I would never cut out tequila. I wanna be buried with a Casamigos bottle with an orange slice. Okay. Hello, tequila is like I think I think my tequila obsession is just genetic. Like, I can probably drink half of a bottle of Casamigos and not get drunk. But my mom can do the same, my grandma can do the same. I think my sister too. I think it's just like genetic. I don't know. Take it up with my grandma. And I also just read an article about someone living to like 101 years old, but I don't want to spread false information, but I did read a 101 year old woman celebrates birthday and credits tequila to her long life. So I'm not lying, but that might be a fake article. So don't quote me on that. But no, I'm really serious about if anybody wants to quit vaping, I'm your girl. If you want to stop, if you want to wean off of it, if you're freaking out because you just quit, I'm your girl to go to because I was there. It's really fucking hard for the first 24 to 48 hours, but I'm telling you there is light at the ends of the tunnel. I had the worst chest pain at the end of October. I was like, Alexis, you have one lung left. That's what I just kept telling myself, get it together. And this is my own personal journey. I'm not telling anyone what to do or how to do it. I'm just telling you that if I can do it, you can do it. Okay. Well, besides the fact that I kicked the vape out of my life for good, cold turkey, sayonara, motherfucking vape, nicotine asshole stick. I have to tell you something that happened at Astrid's wedding. (laughs) I can't make this shit up, but I also wanted to hear from you guys about my podcast that I did with her last week. Make sure to check it out. Astrid and I are like super, super close. We have such a genuine friendship. And I feel like it's not even a bachelor friendship. You know what I mean? I feel like she's just one of my friends from high school or like, I don't know how to explain it. And Kevin is the absolute best. He's amazing. I love him so much. They are like perfect for each other. He's such a good, like genuine down to earth guy. And it's just so crazy that they're like a bachelor nation couple. I don't see any of my friends that ended up with someone from the bachelor being bachelor nation couples, like the ones from my season, like Astrid and Kevin and Raven and Adam and Rachel and Brian, like they're just so genuine. And I would fucking tell you guys like, you know, but every single one of them is so genuine. It's like real love. Like they're real relationships. I don't know. Maybe because bachelor nation couples usually last a month and these are really going strong and like they have children. So it's like, it's very real. and. It really can happen. You can find love on the Bachelor. You heard it here first. I mean, it didn't really work out for me, but that's okay because I got my boyfriend, Tyler Fernandez, who cries over a golf bag. Oh yeah. Well, anyways, at Astrid's wedding, if you listen to our podcast, she mentioned how I needed to do a speech at her wedding. She told me that I needed to do a speech at her wedding 48 hours prior to the wedding, okay? Okay. She basically set me up for failure, but I'm just not a good speech gal. But if I do it, I would like to be prepared. And 48 hours is not a long time, especially when I have 3000 things going on. So I was not okay. I'm like already having anxiety for my sister's wedding that I have to do a speech for, and she's not even engaged. So what is, yeah, I'm not the one, but in my head, I'm like, okay, She's making me do a speech with Rachel Lindsay, who is the former bachelorette. She worked for extra TV. She worked for ESPN. Like I have nothing to worry about. You would think you would think, but of course that didn't happen. So we had 48 hours to pa- <laughs> to prepare for this speech. And Rachel and I did not speak during that 48 hours. I think she had to do a, a podcast. I had to do a podcast and we had shit to do. I don't even know, but yeah, we didn't even Correspond any type of thing, nothing planned, no type of communication of what we were going to do, how we're going to do it. And I'm very good at improv, but when it comes to a wedding speech, especially for Astrid, who I love and adore, I wanted it to be like sweet and sentimental, but like kind of funny. But I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) I wanted it to be memorable. I wanted it to be special. I wanted it it to be kind of like one that goes viral on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, that did not happen because Rachel, Lindsay, and I decided to do a little, little bit. Okay, I'm full-blown lying. Not a little bit. I don't know. I'm not speaking for Rachel, Lindsay. I don't know if she's going to sue me. But yeah, we both took a bite off of a chocolate shroom bar right before the speech, thinking that, you know, it's just going to be chill and we're going to laugh, whatever. When I tell you I was full blown, Helen Keller, 20 minutes prior to the speech, like I could not see, I could not speak, I could not hear. And Rachel was trying to lay on the grass because she wanted to feel the earth. Yeah, Yeah. it was. I mean, it definitely was memorable. (laughs) And I like doing shrooms when it's like a little amount, like the perfect amount when you're just laughing and you're just kind of trippy, but I don't like when you take too much and you start to see things move and like hallucinate. I mean, sometimes, but like not at a wedding. So yeah, I got to that point and I was looking at the lights, the lights were moving up and down. My food was trying to crawl off the plate. I was just like, let's ma- let's get this over with. So I think I had like four, sentences. And Rachel had most of the speech that she needed to say, because she's great at public speaking. I thought, but fuck. So we get up there. And when I tell you there's like 150 people there and family, her friends from Canada, Kevin's family from like, and right before we got up there as well, I made sure to tell everybody that I wasn't okay to maybe just like fake laugh just to make me feel good up there because I was so nervous. And obviously I felt like Helen Keller in the flesh. You would think that people were gonna like help me out, but no, Rachel and I get up there and the shrooms are peak hitting. I am fucked up. And I just took a little bit. I thought, I thought, and I was really relying on Rachel to like step it up, but this bitch couldn't even talk in the microphone. I kept seeing Brian in the corner of my eye recording us And when I was looking at him, he like morphed into Jeffrey Dahmer and I was freaking out, freaking out. Like I just kept seeing him in the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, get me out of here. But Rachel was like talking into the microphone, but I couldn't, as I, she probably did a perfect job, but like I said, I was Helen Keller, so I couldn't really hear, but all I could see was Jeffrey Dahmer, AKA Brian Abasolo in the corner of my eye. It was so bad. I don't even remember what Rachel said, but when I had to talk, the microphone was like moving away from me, like in my shroom brain. So I kept trying to grab it. (laughs) I completely missed the microphone. So nobody heard me. Nobody laughed at any of my jokes. Nobody was laughing at Rachel either, I don't think, but she was way better than I was. Like I don't even think one sentence made it into the microphone. So embarrassing. So I had like four lines to remember and every single one of them didn't even make it to the crowd because everybody was just staring at me. And it was really fucked up because I made sure to tell everybody at the wedding party that I was not okay. And just to fake laugh when I was up there because I was so nervous. Not one person laughed. Not one person even clapped. (laughs) Everybody was just staring at me and It was really awkward in my brain. I had one line at the end of the speech that made it into the microphone and I got the party started. So that's all that matters. All I had to say was DJ play that shit. And we started a conga line in honor of Kathy Hilton because Rachel Astrid and I are big Bravo fans and we love Kathy Hilton. And if you don't know on Beverly Hills, there was like this big fight because nobody wanted to do a conga line with Kathy Hilton. So I was like, DJ, play that shit. And the whole wedding party got up and did a conga line. So even though our speech was not okay, I got the party started and that's all that matters, right? And also my boyfriend was in the crowd and he didn't get up to do the conga line or he didn't laugh once. I think he left to go to the bathroom. So stay single, ladies. No, just kidding. But (laughs) So yeah, nobody asked me to do a speech at a wedding ever again, because I'm not the one, or maybe give me like a prior time before I do it. That would be really nice. Just kidding. I love you Astrid. And the wedding was amazing. And I'm not saying that because I was on shrooms, like the shrooms actually ended right after the speech and the conga line. I was like, well, well, great timing buddy. And then I wanted to take some more, but They were gone, but we really did have the best night ever. Astrid looked so beautiful. The wedding was beautiful. I met her baby, Augie, Kevin, and his friends were so much fun. I think at the end of the night, I was taking pictures with like six, no, like three naked hockey players, not like naked, naked, like just their shirt off. Tyler probably loved watching that. But to sum it all up, it was such a great time. Great wedding. Great people. And I'm just so happy for her. And Astrid and I have had, like I said, such a genuine friendship since The Bachelor. But it just amazes me how I've seen her grow over the years into such an amazing woman. Like, she's such a great mom. She's such a great wife. Like, And just even as a friend, like, she's always there for me. And I'm just so happy to see her live out this real-life fairy tale. Because when she went on Bachelor in Paradise, she would even say this. I don't think anybody expected her to come out like with a boyfriend and a baby and a marriage and no, and then moving to Canada. Like she hates the cold, but she moved to Canada. That's true love. When we used to <laughs> go out all the time, it would be like below 75 and she would be like, it's freezing. I'm like, okay, Floridian, chill. But it's a very rare, unique experience when you find somebody that you click with and then it goes into the real world. So, it happened for her and I'm so happy it did. It's just so crazy because you never know what can happen when you least expect it, ladies. Well, October, October, October. It's been real. It's been fun, but I'm so glad that we're done. Okay. I'm a loser and I had no idea that would rhyme, but you know, I'm just a genius. But as we move into November, I hope it brings everyone including myself and my girls night listeners, joy, hope, happiness. And I really hope we all enter into a season of our healthiest and happiest selves. That's really what I'm hoping for. And also another thing I'm being dead ass about reaching out to me. If you want to stop vaping, I'm your girl. Like I don't care if you damn me all day long, I've been there and I'm your support system. I also wanted to stop vaping because I am now a dear media podcaster. And if I need to talk for a living, I'm going to need to breathe. And I could not fucking breathe with that shit. So you're welcome, people. Well, I hope you enjoyed the wild ride of my first solo episode. I hope I entertained you. I have no idea what I said, but I'm happy I did this. And I'm proud of myself because the first two minutes of this podcast, my anxiety was so bad. Like, I think I broke out in hives. But I'm alive and well, and I'm so excited for the future. And I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch an all new episode of Girls Night every Monday and make sure to follow us on social media at Alexis underscore and at Girls Night Hangout, where you can find weekly updates about the show and some behind the scenes action. Also, make sure to check out my jewelry brand at Hoop Nation by Alexis and use code FLASH25 for 25% off your entire purchase. And please don't forget to subscribe. Love you. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.